3: City's
0: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. As many as half a million demonstrators are expected here in the nation's capital today. Organizers hope that many people will turn out to push for stricter gun laws in the aftermath of Recent school shootings.
4: Many
5: in the crowd are expected to be high school students. Last month's shooting at Talia Rumsky's high school, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas in Florida, set off a movement. To
6: see all these people who aren't from Douglas, who don't really know, ex- like, who didn't live through this experience, be as empowered as we are and help us fight for this cause as much as we're trying to get this movement started. It's really amazing.
5: Young people are also focusing on voter registration with an eye on making gun control a core issue in congressional elections this fall. That is
0: correspondent Ed Donahue. And on Wall Street Friday, the Dow gave up another big sum, down 426 points. This is SRN News.
7: John and Jane. They're 55 years old and each have $100,000. John bought a series of one-year CDs, which earn less than 1800 bucks a year. But Jane had a different plan. She put her $100,000 to work with J.D. Melberg Financial's annuity strategies. And when she retires at 65, she'll get $8,972 a year in guaranteed income for the rest of her life. Be like Jane. If you're at least 50 years old, call to get your free quote now at 800-727-8585. You won't find these strategies anywhere else. Call 800-727-8585. That's 800-727-8585. You could get payout rates up to 13.3% of your premium amount backed by top-rated insurance company Sentinel Security Life. Annuity guarantees are backed by Sentinel Security Life Insurance Company. Optional riders may be available with a charge. Not available in all states. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer.
3: Turn all the lights on. It's the King Banyan Show on okay. Business 1440.
8: Is it safe? Yes, it's safe. It's very safe. So safe you wouldn't believe it. She's a- Oh, even with a marathon man reference, that was awesome.
9: I knew you'd like that one, King. I remember talking about that in the golf course.
8: Yes, exactly. Sir Lawrence
9: exactly. Olivier. <laughs> yes,
8: yes. The yes. Visa Angel. <laughs> right, and then, and then, uh, who says it's safe? It's very safe. <laughs> that would be Dustin Hoffman. That's Dustin Hoffman, right? Welcome, King Banging Show Business fourteen forty. Um, always good to be with you and. Welcoming to the first time to uh, the King Bangin show, the event and promotion director, coordinator, manager, manager, uh, the manager, the person, the person who makes sure um, that we've got all these cool events happening around uh, the Salem Twin Cities empire. Stacy Torton is on the line. Uh, Stacy, good morning. Good morning to you, King. Thanks for having me on. Yep, are you celebrating Earth Hour this this evening? <laughs> no, I'm currently
10: doing my taxes, so I don't know what hour that is, but it's probably a yeah. happy hour.
8: No, it's actually 8.30 at night, and you're supposed to turn off all your lights. Uh, to, oh,
7: to, uh, okay. Yeah,
8: turn off all your lights, uh, but that would mean you'd probably want to unplug your computer on which you're doing your taxes. Or do you do them <laughs> by hand?
10: Uh, no, I am doing them with my computer. Although it feels like I'm doing them by
8: hand. Yeah, that's always the way, isn't it? Um, <laughs> hey, yeah, I I, I, I admit I still. There's still days where where I I use the ta- one of the tax softwares that that are out there, but I admit from time to time it's like I can't help it, I have to print the form. D- you may not know this, you're you're not old enough to know this, but uh um back in the back in the old days there used to be people in the back of the H&R block who would actually take the tax return that someone filled out in the front and check them. That oh, was me. Okay. I was oh, the checker. Wow. Yeah, they didn't want me to actually be around people. That's why I do radio. <laughs> um, so instead, they had me in the back, and I would check the forms. Yeah, I spent two years while I was in gra- in college, not grad school, but while I was in college, I spent two years as a checker for H and R Block. It was a so great. What, was, you're,
10: what you're saying is that I need to bring over my laptop and have you look over my taxes. I,
8: I could I could do that for you. I absolutely could. Aww, but I absolutely could. And I, I and I I would uh, just as a, just as a favor to a friend. But I'll tell you what. What I can't do is I can't promote great events like you do, Stacy Torton. Oh, um, thank t- you. This overtime, twenty eighteen. Uh, um, you're bringing Hugh back. It feels like it's been a while since Hugh's been in town. And then Mike Gallagher, who I have never met, and have always you know have always thought, oh, he'd be interesting. Is he going to sing for us?
10: <laughs> Actually, that was mentioned in a couple of emails. Um, I can't confirm nor deny if he's going to sing. I think it's going to be a spur-of-the-moment thing if he does. But he's actually the only host that I haven't met, so it'll be um, a pleasure to meet him. Hugh came for the 100 Days Tour back in May of last year.
8: That's right. That's so, the last time I saw him. That's right. I saw him that day. Yep. yep. yep and, so uh, it'll
10: be the, the two of them and, of course, uh, Mr. Ed Morrissey of com. He will be the MC for the evening. Right. And then I believe you will be joining us with the two other Narn gentlemen, Mitch yep. and Brad.
8: That's right. We'll have Mitch and Brad there. Is, is there any word on whether or not we're going to actually have have the extra-sized uh, bib for Mitch?
10: <laughs> I don't know if we make them that big. Yeah.
8: <laughs> oh, all right.
10: If I can order that one off Amazon or something. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah, red you, lobster.
8: Yeah, I just wonder how many X's are in front of that L. Um, <laughs> so uh, that'll be that'll be that'll be that'll be fun. Um, uh, of course, he's going to get even this afternoon because he gets he gets the oh, last yeah, laugh on the day. Uh,
10: oh, and, he and always
8: has to have the last word. And he, oh goodness, yes. Wait, till you, wait, you know. But that's why you got to come to the table so that you can actually try to get the last word in. You'll probably <laughs> you'll probably fail. But it's fun to try, Stacy. Yes, it really is. Yes, It
10: does it makes for a good laugh.
8: Right. And, Which and I and, think
10: uh, the Narn Table will be, so for anybody that is interested in attending, the Narn Table is the place to be.
8: Because we're the comic relief of the whole overtime <laughs> event. Right, we, yeah. right, where we, we are, we are, you know there's the warm-up show and then there's the warm-up to the warm-up act, right? <laughs> you, have you ever gone, to, have you ever one of those things where there's like, you went to see a band and, and there's two bands playing before the band you actually paid money to see? We're, that first, where we're that first, we're that first band. <laughs> right. You that's, go to right.
10: the concessions to get the beer be- or go to the bathroom, that's, that's that right. time.
8: Or if or if yeah. you're if you're if you're a fan of the Los Angeles Dodgers, you're still in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, you don't even you're you're not even in the stadium yet. Oh, oh, Stacy, very quick story. Yeah. I I had I had tickets I had tickets to uh, a Dodger playoff game. I lived in Los Angeles for some years, and I had tickets to a Dodger playoff game against uh, Philadelphia, the Phillies. Okay. Back when Mike Schmidt played, Mike Schmidt batted third in the lineup because he was the, one of the, their big power hitter. My friend wanted to visit with people in the parking lot. We had tickets to get in. And so we don't get in till after we hear this loud this loud noise. It's the Philly fans cheering cuz Mike Schmidt hit a home run. It's one nothing at the in the middle of the first inning when we finally get to our seats. Not another run is scored the rest of the game. <laughs>
10: So you missed the big play of the game. I missed the only
8: it. big that's play the of game. the game. so it's like it's it's like missing um Brad Carlson talking about uh, pageant uh, pageant <laughs> contestants. You know, he does that <laughs> early, and then well, his wife what? makes him shut up. Yeah.
10: I mean, that's why you have social media now because it just never goes away. So in case you did miss it, you can just always go back to the Twitter feed. Um, and and see the the thousands of posts on pageant ladies with pictures
8: he's he 's amazing i i don 't quite i don 't quite get this um uh i don 't quite get this by the way we got we 've got uh, references to to gallagher singing Danny boy on st patrick 's day oh so be, uh, thank goodness you 've got this scheduled for april twenty ninth right so that there 's no <laughs> right? there 's no of there 's no chance that he's going to do Irish uh, ballads during this thing. I mean,
10: never say never. I just, I I can't... There's only so much you can control, people. Obviously, Mitch Berg is a great example of that. So you yes. just let the personalities roll as they roll.
8: Uh huh. Yep. You bet. You bet. Hey, Stacy. originally uh, with Stacy Torton, the events uh, events uh, coordinator of, uh, for uh, manager manager for for uh, Salem TC. Uh, uh, and uh, I was going to ask, have you done any events for? Because uh, we still have Dave Ramsey on, right? So I, I remembered that, right? That's right. Dave Ramsey is on. And and have you had done any events with uh Dave Ramsey up here?
10: We have, not this year. Um, we were hoping that he would grace us with his presence um this year. But we last year we had um Rachel Cruz, which is Dave Ramsey's um daughter. Um oh. and she did a great um financial kind of overview and, and kinda touched on what it's like at her age to be, you know, just recently married and the kids and the pressures of um, constantly needing to compete with others on yeah. um, the latest stroller or the the newest school and that financial burden and and how you had to really stick to a budget. So it was very good, especially for as you mentioned, somebody of my age range.
8: Yeah, well, i was thinking about this. Uh, one of my listeners has a, a son and daughter-in-law who I believe uh, did the uh, debt-free scream on air. Oh, um, wow! Just a just a. Just a just about a month ago, uh, I think I have that right. He'll tweet at me to tell me tell me if it was on air or not. But I know that they're 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 devoted uh, folks to it. And there's a great article that I tweeted this morning uh, by Tim Alberta at Politico about Dave Ramsey and and his impact. And and I will say I'm going to talk a little bit more about this after we finish Fed Speak. Do you do Fed Speak by the way? Can you can you speak the Federal Reserve?
10: Uh. Probably back in my political science days in London, but it's been about ah. a decade. So, wait,
8: we're, wait, wait, wait.
10: We're, I probably shouldn't dabble.
8: Wait, uh, what? What is this political thing in London that you're that you speak of? So, my who am I talking degrees, to?
10: <laughs> my undergraduate is in political science, and I went to university in London for my undergrad. Which school? Richmond. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. I was downtown London for three three years and some change and got my my degree in political science, which I do absolutely nothing with.
8: Sure, you do. No, you use it. (laughs) Trust me. Trust me. Speaking as another, I'm dean of a school that teaches social sciences. You can't say that in front of me without being challenged. Your political science degree (laughs) is being used. (laughs) Trust me on this.
10: The analytical side, and honestly, the references. economics that i'd rather not pull out um but i'm sure back in the day i could have could have could have thrown some jabs but i, I don't think go. that i have enough yeah. modern knowledge of the federal reserve to to, to throw anything at this point
8: uh, right but anyway when when i finish with federal reserve i'm going to try to close on this piece that was done about dave ramsey and and sort of how how this works i want i'm going to tie it all the way back to the beginning of of the show but hey uh, Stacey, before, uh, uh, before we finish up here, uh, are there any other events that we should know about besides overtime? Is there, what's on, what's on your calendar longer run? Give
10: yeah, absolutely. Preview. So this summer, one of the, um, one of the things that we're doing is we're offering an Aloha Talkers tour. So that includes Larry Elder, Hugh Hewitt, and Mike Gallagher, as well as Mike Lindell from MyPillow. They're
8: oh, yeah.
10: on a cruise. It's a week long. You're visiting four or five different islands. So not only are you in one of the most beautiful areas in our neck of the woods, um, but you you get to chat with people that are are the same values that you are for a whole week while you're sipping drinks with umbrellas. So you you really can't get better than that. So if you're looking for summer plans, that's definitely the one to check into. And then in October, end of October, uh, we're doing a national tour. Um, the Minneapolis stop will be October 25th, and it will be Larry Elder, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved, and it will be called the mm-hmm. Battleground Talkers Tour, and that'll be at the Radisson Blue at the Mall of America.
8: So the Aloha it's Talkers Tour, yeah, Aloha Talkers Tour. I've already seen, uh, I've already seen. I think uh, some some references to that at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. So you've already got that up there, and uh, that's a great opportunity. Have you ever done a, a cruise?
10: I've done a cruise, not with Salem. I actually took a five-day cruise up and down the Nile in Egypt.
8: Ooh. Yeah. I've I've spent time in Egypt. That's a a fun trip. It is a a very very fun trip. trip. Very
10: historically rich.
8: Yes. Very much so. Very much so. Anyway, uh, Stacy, let's tell them one more time about overtime.
10: So uh, April 29th, uh, Sunday, April 29th, it will be at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka, right off of 169. It will be Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, and Ed Morrissey going over the political climate and current news. Um, and it'll be a great time. It'll be a great time, and it's one that shouldn't be missed, especially with how the midterm elections are, are going to be panning out.
8: Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. Ed Morrissey, of course, a NARN alumnus. Um, That's so right. we we are we are very uh proud and happy to have Ed there. I'll have a chance to see Ed and hopefully he brings he brings uh his lovely wife with him. Uh Marsha yep. is a She's lovely wonderful. woman. Uh, love to see her as well. And uh we will see and then of course uh, you can get a table with um, Mitch, uh Brad and me, the Narn uh, is there. We've got seats available at our table as well. Please join us there, uh, uh, Stacy Torton. Thank you so very much for spending time with us. We will have you back. You're 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 a fun person to have on radio.
10: <laughs> well, thank you very much. It was an honor. Yep, That's
8: you're, you're so most fun. welcome. Now get back to those taxes. Call me if you need help. <laughs>
10: thanks.
8: All right, thanks thanks so much. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banging Show, the Tax Preparation Edition, here on Business fourteen forty.
5: Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors, teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA.
11: So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune. But there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Dot com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. Ineedmorehair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at Ineedmorehair.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
12: If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products.
6: Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440.
8: Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is fourteen forty. Okay, I was um, mildly skeptical about um, ab- about Stacy, but um, uh, she's got game. She gets she gets to come back and play again.
9: Game she does have, I agree. Kay.
8: Game she has. Um, and and didn't know Earth Hour. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Better than nobody did. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> by my- by my lights, <laughs> pun, that, oh, oh. that does, yeah, where's, where's my drum? Where's my, there you go, thanks. Uh,
9: <laughs> I'm slow today. Sorry, King.
8: <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, go over to, uh, if you stay tuned uh, uh, a little later on, we're going to give away a pair of tickets uh, to this thing. So just, just stand by, don't call yet, we'll tell you when. We'll tell you one. It'd be kind of, it'll be kind of interesting uh, for you if you want to come join us for uh, overtime 2018 with uh, with Hewitt and Gallagher. And I tell you what, I mean, I really thought about this. I, I don't think I'm going to have time, given the timing of the tour. I think I have to be back on campus before the before the Aloha Talkers cruise gets back. Uh, so it might not work for me, but i really wanted to do that with mom i just just sound like something to do because i did not do the tour on the nile as stacy did but i've been to i've been to the i've been to giza and the pyramids there i've been up to alexandria and egypt egypt is a fabulous place uh and i've been to hawaii and i will tell you i i would go to hawaii at the drop of a hat if i could if my my wife's afraid to fly if she was not afraid of flying i would be broke it would be broke because we'd be spending money on, on uh, trips all the time, and this would be one of them, to go to Hawaii. Um, it's just a beautiful place. Uh, and uh, you go, but it's August. Is it going to be hot there? You're on the ocean. If you're on the ocean, it's not that bad. You're gonna, it's going to be just fine. You're going to have that nice ocean breeze coming in. It's going to be lovely. You'd have a great time. You should look at that um 6512894477 the number to call with questions or comments um let's go back to uh Jay Powell's first press conference as Federal Reserve chair and what 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 uh, uh chairman Powell right after he gets done with uh Steve Leesman, and he said it's, we've got a flat Phillips curve he's looking for a, a middle road um you know let's i'm going to jump over I'm gonna jump over uh, uh, cut three and go to cut four this is this is Heather long from the Washington post um, asking asking a question of of mr P- of chair powell go ahead please uh,
6: heather long washington post i what, what would it take to get to four rate hikes this year? It's clear from the dot plot that many members do think four would be appropriate, but clearly something was holding a number of, um, of the FOC members back. Is it concerns about these potential trade uh, tariffs that are going into effect? Is it just that people want to wait and see a little longer before they raise? Can you give some more insight into why people didn't go to four this time, the median, even though the economic projections look very healthy?
2: I would go back to the, the thought that, um, you know, we made one decision at this meeting, and that decision was to raise the federal funds rate by 25 basis points. The, the projections are really just individual projections. They're submitted and then compiled. And, um, you know, uh, you're mentioning the median as being, you know, 3 and 4 being close. But, you know, uh, I think, like any set of forecasts, those forecasts will change. Over time, and they'll change depending on the on the way the outlook for the economy changes. Um, so, that's really all I can say. It could change up, could change down. I wouldn't want to. Uh, for now, these are these are the best forecasts people could make. And uh, you know, it could be that if if the economy is a little bit stronger or a little bit weaker, then the path could be a little less gradual or a little more gradual. So it wasn't one factor that was kind of the of the Not no, I mean.
8: So he, what? So this is an interesting answer because insofar as I... Uh, first of all, uh, the reporter, Heather Long, asked a ver- very interesting question. I posted on Wednesday at pound KBRS on Twitter. I, I posted simply, it's, a, it's all the do- about the dot plot. What does the dot plot look like? Well, the dot plot is, as, as uh, she indicated, about as clear as mud. So they take the median number, okay, so they have... I believe currently they have 17 people submitting um, forecasts and 17 people. So it's not just the folks that are voting members of FOMC, um, but it, which is currently nine, but includes eight other Federal Reserve presidents who, um, who are not voting but who are present in the meeting. And it asks them how where do you think the the fed fund one of the questions that's asked is where do you think the fed funds rate is going to be by the end of 2018 everybody you know predicted properly and there was a unanimous vote for raising 25 basis points this time but the numbers they gave indicated that either there would be two more moves after this or three more moves after this And if one more person had voted for three rather than two, that would have been the median number. So it's almost an even division of the FOMC between those. And Powell basically goes through this answer and says next to nothing. The projections are really just individual projections that are submitted and then compiled. He's trying to talk down the dot plot. No, I'm sorry. The markets believe the dot plot, and the dot plot has pulled more in the direction of four versus three. As we told you here on this show, if you went back through the, the archive of the king Banging show you know at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, go back three months. You go back three months. That would take us back to late December. I told you there was going to be four rate hikes. Now almost half the Fed is with me on that. They weren't saying that the last time we got a dot plot. Go back and look at the one in December, and in December only five votes were for four, were for four rate hikes in in 2018. We've gone from five to eight, so three more people in the last three months moved in my direction. You know who did it move in my direction? Neil Kashkari, the chair of the the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis. Um, he was on. Um, He was on Bloomberg uh, uh, yesterday with uh, uh, Kathleen Hayes, and when asked about this, he gave this answer. Go ahead and play that, John. Uh,
13: If I had been sitting in the chairman's seat, I would have raised rates because we had told the markets we're going to raise rates, and for continuity's sake, I think it's important. But if I look at our dual mandate objectives and I look at the data, I don't think the data itself supports rate increases at this point in terms of achieving our dual mandate objectives.
8: So he's pretty clear. He's pretty clear that there would not have, he would not have voted for this. He would have been in dissent, but of course he didn't have a vote this time around, so he doesn't get a chance to to offer his dissent. So there are still doves on the on the board. He might actually be. There's one dot that says there's only one more increase between now and the end of the year, and uh, presidents and 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 governors do not reveal which dot they are. Um, but uh, I I would bet you a cup of coffee that uh, he's the dot at the bottom of the at the bottom of the plot, that he's the one likely to vote who would vote for the fewest increases of anybody um, either of the presidents and governors of the Federal Reserve at this time. OK, so he's he's pretty he's pretty clear on that. But it's really interesting to me to go back to let me go back to Jay Powell Um who's trying to say, well, you can't make signals out of this. I'm trying to. We're just trying to figure out things. I think Kashkari's correct to say this rate increase was in no small part. We signaled it. We told people it was coming. We will really mess up our signal if we don't raise rates this time. Thus, you got a unanimous vote. But then he talks down the dot plot, and I'm going to go all the way to cut seven, John, to listen to what he says about another signal people use to track what happens with monetary policy. Play cut seven, please.
5: Thanks, Miles Alden, uh, Yahoo Finance. Chair Powell, I'm curious if the uh, Fed would be willing to tolerate an inverted yield curve. We've continued to see the spread between the 2-year and the 10-year tighten, even with longer-term yields coming up since the beginning of the year. Um, this is a dynamic that has typically preceded recessions, um, and we're likely to see shorter-term rates come up as the Fed continues to increase rates. So I'm just curious if you guys have discussed that, if you'd be willing to push back against that, or if that's a dynamic you'd be comfortable with.
2: You know it's an interesting question and there there are a range of views there. I mean I I think um uh, it's true that yield curves have tended to predict recessions if you look back over many cycles, but a lot of that was just situations in which inflation uh was allowed to get out of control and the Fed had to tighten and that and that put the economy into a recession. That's really not the situation we we're, we're in now. So um I don't know that that's uh it, that I don't know that in, um, I don't think that uh recession probabilities are particularly high at the moment any higher than they than they normally are but having said that I I think it's um there are good questions about what a flat yield curve or an inverted yield curve does to intermediation it's hard to find in the in the in the research data but nonetheless I think um uh those are issues that that we'll be watching carefully so this thank you So
8: this thank is when very- it, it's an interesting point because There are many forecasters who rely on the slope of the yield curve, the difference between the return on a, say, a two-year Treasury bond and a 10-year Treasury bond to do a prediction of recessions, that when it gets to be flat or that the two-year rate is above the 10-year rate, that a recession is coming. What he's saying is you can't use that measure either. So it's like, well, we can't use the dot plot. We can't use that. He, He believes in the Phillips curve. It is almost as if he's starting to push away from the admittedly not very conservative viewpoints of Bernanke or Yellen. Bernanke may be a little more conservative than Yellen. But Powell is pushing back to something that is rather old, which is we're going to figure this out moment to moment. And I do believe that some of that decline in the stock market over this week is because Powell gave less clarity in these answers. Than than I thought then I thought he should I'm gonna play one more after the break and 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 we'll listen to that and then and then I do want to talk a few moments about the uh, about the profile of uh, Dave Ramsey uh, that that is up this that that is up at uh, Politico because I think that I think that's something that ties us all the way back to this original thought about about uh, what constitutes prosperity because it's not it's not trade deficits and frankly it's not monetary policy either. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan show on Business 14:40.
4: Want to change how you feel significantly? ReliefFactor.com will do that for you. Support for temporary relief of minor aches and pains. If you're out there exercising, you go a little bit too far, as I did on Saturday, you definitely need Relief Factor on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, I take it every day. As do tens of thousands of people. They know that they should have Omega, which is fish oil, Resveratrol, which you can get from drinking red wine, but you don't know how much. I carry and curcumin all together. Carefully calibrated, perfectly formulated, the combination of four natural supplements. That everyone agrees you ought to be taken every single day. This makes it easy to do in the amount that is appropriate for your body. The starter pack is 19.95. You try it for three weeks. Put everything else away that your doctor says you can put away. Don't not take what he tells you to take. And then see if you don't feel terrific. You'll feel much better. ReliefFactor.com works. Tens of thousands of people say so. Their testimonials are abundant and real and sincere. Go and watch them and then get ReliefFactor.com.
13: Are you prepared for what's to come in our financial markets? Tune into this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike, as they'll be discussing what many financial forecasters are predicting a low, returning, choppy market going forward. What does this mean to you in your retirement? Whether you're already retired or nearing retirement, there are moves that you can make to be prepared. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, TM Sunday on Business 1440. Or call them right now with your questions at 855 231 6010.
12: Message and data rates may apply.
5: Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 43-443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to
3: Turn all the lights on. It's The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
10: Give me a head with hair. Long, beautiful hair. Shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxing, waxing. Give me down to there. Shoulder length longer. Here, baby, there, mama. Everywhere, daddy, daddy. Hair.
8: John? Have you ever been to see Hair?
9: No, no, I have not. Am
8: I missing okay. out? It's a great show. <laughs> it actually, I loved Hair. Um, I've probably seen it maybe only twice live. Um, I like the movie too, but I think I've, uh, I think I've done, um, I think I've, uh, I've seen that twice live. It was just a period where the rock opera, rock musicals, yes. <laughs> plays. You know, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, Godspell, Hair, uh, uh, Tommy, uh, all that stuff in that in that same period. Sergeant um,
9: Pepper's didn't they make
8: Sergeant Pepper? Yes, yeah, they did make it. In they made a movie which was with, with the Bee Gees, which was the Bee Gees and, e- Ar- and Aerosmith too, right? I think Aerosmith is in it. Peter Frampton is in it um that is egregiously bad
9: it's it's on the list of some of the worst film ever Um, yeah what's, what's his name the guy who produced it stigwood is it robert or roger stigwood so oh, you the, got me on that. Oh, I don't he, know. He, he was a huge bigwig. Uh, he was Clapton's guy. He was the Bee Gees guy. That is known as one of the worst movies ever. And I remember a quote from Steven Tyler saying the only thing he was glad about that hit with his involvement is he got to, what was it? He got to murder Peter Frampton in the film, I believe, was what he was proud of. <laughs> Either Peter Frampton or maybe it was one of the Bee Gees, but I think he kills Peter I, Frampton I, in it.
8: So if Peter Frampton, it might, been, it might have been Barry Gibb, but I, I, it's possible. I don't know. I don't know. Uh anyway, um 6512894477 uh with questions or comments. Uh, let's go ahead and play one more. Let's play, I want to play one more cut, which I think uh, of of yeah, we that that hair by the way is the Jay Powell walk-up music because that guy has fabulous hair. I mean, I have good hair. I I'm going to say particularly compared to the guy who I do presentations with my 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 co-author in most everything I write uh, for the local economy Is a person who's uh, Follicly challenged shall we say But um, so I get to Show off my hair every chance I get I keep it Pretty <laughs> short um, Powell my hair's currently My hair currently needs a haircut uh, Mr. P- uh, Mr. Powell Chair Powell has hair That is um, fabulously Silver um, It is it, it's just, I, I it, just it's my, it
9: just won't quit it just won't <laughs> quit
8: Come on man it's awesome hair <laughs> It is awesome here, all right, but so he gets asked one question, and I thought this was interesting because this is the reference this is the reference as i as I remember it to um, to the impact of both trade policy and of the tax cuts, and he tried not to talk about fiscal policy or anything happening uh, from the administration. But he wanders into it a little bit in his answer to Mike McKee from Bloomberg. And this is cut six.
3: Michael McKee from Bloomberg Television Radio. Um, I'd like to go back to uh, the idea of uh, the additional growth that you're getting from the fiscal package and ask you how much uh, you think comes from the supply side and how much from demand. Uh, You use words like might and should about uh, what. Results should come from this process, but around the table, did any of the presidents or governors report that businesses are actually getting ready to spend? Is this something that's going to happen? Uh, Do we know that there's going to be a supply side effect, or are you just guessing at this point?
8: Um, Remember
2: that there are... 15 FOMC participants, and we each of us has his or her own forecast. So, there, so there's a real diversity of views on this, particularly on on these fiscal issues. If I could try to um, summarize, uh, it would be that um, I think, broadly speaking, participants believe there will be meaningful increases in demand from the new fiscal policies for at least the next, let's say, three years. <coughs> I think there's a general. Uh, view as well that that uh, that supply side issues that that there could be supply side effects as well. And you would see that again through higher investment, driven by lower corporate tax rates and and the expensing of some investment, which would drive tend to drive productivity over time. If you make investment more attractive, companies should do more of it. Um, it's uncertain, though. You know, I, I mean, I spent many years of my life working with companies and, and, and discussing, and, you know, the cost of capital is one of many factors that they'll consider. It isn't, isn't the only factor or the principal factor, but it should result in more investment, and investment should drive pro- productivity. At the same time, the, you know, I mentioned labor supply. You should see some labor supply uh, inc- effects over time from, from lower individual effective tax rates. The, the whole thing is very uncertain, and particularly the supply side effects should and would be expected to, to take longer to appear, and um, and would be less certain in amount. So that's really as as uh, as good as you can go. You, we, you know, we've all looked at the literature carefully. We've all thought about it. We've discussed it with our in house experts and come up with our own views, and they're they're disparate. But th- that's I'd say that's that's about where the where the views are.
8: And I think that's that's really interesting. I understand. Ta- the tax package that was passed in December is the first one of its kind since 1986. And so you don't have a lot of good references to go back to to study what happens. And I thought it was very interesting that he actually, I th- was sure most most economists who are, are a little more Keynesian in view, and that's why I wanted to play the Phillips curve reference because he's clearly got a Keynesian view of the world. Most of the Keynesian view of the world will admit to the impact of the lower tax rates on business investment. Um, you know, if you make and he says, if you make investment more attractive, companies should do more of it. It's uncertain, though. Well, no, it's not uncertain. I mean, what's uncertain is the magnitude. And on that, on that he and I would agree. But productivity should rise from this, from, from investment. But then, did you hear it? He actually allows for a labor supply effect. Um, And that is really, I think, kind of the key. If there's a labor supply effect, there would be an increase in the unemployment rate. But it would be an increase in the unemployment rate that would be accompanied by an increase in the labor force participation rate. People who had chosen to exit the labor market For whatever reasons, I don't don't care what you believe is whether or not it's they're spending more time in college, they're spending time in their their parents' basement playing video games. I don't care what you think that is. Higher after-tax wages should induce people to give up leisure and work more. That is basic classical economics. And if that's not true, then there's something wrong with how we do economics in most in most parts of of our teaching and of our research, and the research is actually just as clear on this as it is on investment, meaning there are people who argue both sides, but theory tells you that it should have an impact on labor supply, and most people agree that that's the theory, so there are disparate views as he says in the end, but those disparate views those disparate views are going to be are going to be around the magnitude and not whether or not they're going to happen. Um, so it is a challenging time for them to do these forecasts, but it, that would be all the more reason to give us better explanations rather than worse explanations. Hey, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven and John... Do we have a set of tickets for overtime to give away to our listeners today?
9: Stacy left us a pair of tickets. They're general admission tickets, a value of $20 apiece for overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher, April 29th. That's a Sunday night. It's at the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest. That's in Minnetonka right off 169. I have a pair of tickets right now for the first caller.
8: First caller, 651-289-4477. So we'd love to see you there, so please join in with us. We'll be back after this with our final segment of the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
3: Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Tune in and turn it up, because Think Realty Radio with Obi Golhar is here for you. Every weekday, Obi informs listeners around the country on everything real estate, market news, investment methods, and most importantly, succeeding in the business. Obi shares his strategies with listeners every show. Don't miss out. The tip that could help you the most might be on the next show. Get into a real estate of mind with Think Realty Radio, weekday afternoons at 2 on Business 1440, Twin Cities
1: Business Radio. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Sheraton St. Paul Woodbury, April 13th and 14th. Only $99.95 for your entire
3: household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723 or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
6: If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
8: Congratulations, Eric and Edina. You get the tickets to overtime with Hugh and Mike, Hewitt and Gallagher, Um, April 29th. uh, The evening of April 29th uh, is when that's happening at the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka. I'll be there. We have a a table, too. Uh, You can come come sit with us. Um, Tickets available at... At AM twelve eighty, thepatriotcom dot com slash Overtime twenty eighteen, and so Eric will be there. I'll be there, and you can be there too. We'd love to see you. You can also check uh, out
9: the event info at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. dot com. They got, got the cross them. promo going.
8: Oh, awesome! Yes. Well, and no, don't forget TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com dot com is where you find where you find the podcast for this show. So if you tuned in late, uh, you missed my conversation about trade in the first hour, and. um I thought that I, I thought that was and Earth Hour. Okay, that's why John's been playing the Turn the Lights On. Tonight's that night at eight thirty. Celebrate celebrate human human invention and the alleviation of poverty, and turn on an extra light in your house. That's my advice to you. Okay, hope you'll do that. Um, you know. It, And if you say, well, I'm not going to be home, it's like, well, turn a light on someplace wherever you are. That's all right. Or leave, leave an extra light on for the cats because they don't always want to be in the dark when you're, when you're out gallivanting on a Saturday night. Take care of those cats. They're good. They're, they're good to you frequently, not always. Um, anyway. Oh, and by the way, I liked the, the, um, playlist today and you can always find it at spotify Spotify spotify.com and there you're going to type spotify in the search box type spotify colon user colon kycr underscore studio kycr underscore studio is how you're going to find it i'll tweet it to you at pound kbrs right after the show so that you can find that link and listen to that and and um, re- remember power station, that, and say, oh yeah, I do remember them. That be that be good. Hey, um, I w- did, before I go, I teased this a little bit. I did want to mention a couple bits from this piece that Tim Alberta did on Dave Ramsey. I go to a church where Dave Ramsey's uh, principles, the uh, uh, the Financial Freedom University uh, work is done, um, and I've been interested in this for a while. Um, Not not in my own personal life And I will say I've listened to Ramsey several times There's some bits of his advice That go contrary to the way I think As an economist Like like for example He has you pay off smaller amounts Of debt, you know, a small debt Before you try to pay off a bigger one And my first reaction was Well, why wouldn't you rank them by interest rate Because that's what an economist would think But success breeds success and i've been learning this as uh as i go to the gym lately my i have a trainer and my trainer gives me things in there i sometimes leave like boy i did do that and i was able to do that just fine i wonder you know i i wonder if i'm ever going to get anything harder you know i hope there's more to it than just this but what she's doing in training me is saying no you need you need to you need to have the small successes first, and then we'll build you up to the bigger ones. It, it's the psychology way of thinking of things rather than the economics way of thinking. Alberta mentions this, but I really think this is, this is important. Um, I, I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs from this that I thought, thought were, were interesting. Ramsey sees more Americans predisposed to economic dependence and believes politicians are to blame. Quote, I now have to spend more time talking someone into believing they control their own destiny than I used to. I don't know if I blame that all on hope and change from Obama or Make America Great Again. They're both hope slogans. Different ideologies, different politics, but both hope slogans. I'm going to deliver something for you that you can't do for yourself. That really resonates with me. That really does. It strikes me as an insight that that I, that 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 has it, it, it has the advantage of of feeling truthy. Okay. Um. The, you know, the it, it, the good news of 2008, he says, is there are some people that got punched and now they know how to duck a punch. They'll never be without an emergency fund again. They'll never be that, that deeply in debt and just assume everything's going to be okay. Ramsey continues, the negative part of getting hit that hard, you don't want to get back in the ring again. When you don't believe in the future, when you think the only light at the end of the tunnel is an oncoming train, you don't get in the tunnel. What I've seen is, is, is lately, though, is at least business owners are saying, "I'm getting back into, I'm getting back onto the tracks, and I'm going to get through the tunnel, and I'm going to get to the other side. I'm going to be in a better place, and I'm going to hiring people again, and I'm going to, and I have, I have hope that my business can expand. And I really, I, I, I will tell you from from everything we've worked on here uh, uh, through. Not just looking at the St. Cloud area, but we do studies of, uh, of what's going on around around the state. Businesses are being formed, workers are getting hired we're beginning to see expansions in the labor force again around uh, uh, around the area. We are beginning to see changes that are positive I'm hoping this is temporary what ram's seeing is is temporary and that we're coming to the end of it i don't credit that I don't credit that to specific policies or to specific people in congress or in the white house i subscribe that to human ingenuity and the freedom to act on that ingenuity to make a better life for yourself and in the process hire other people and give them a chance to grow to to do something and and achieve a life for themselves that that's different that that's better than what they had otherwise just like those 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 mostly women at home in the 1950s who all of a sudden were freed from having to prepare all these meals their time was given away and they were able to do that because of electricity thank Edison right thank Tesla do that this weekend and that'll, that'll be that'll be much better for you Hey, thank you so much for listening today. We will be back next week with another episode of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. See you then.
0: This is Jack from Banyan Hill. You like freedom? I do. You like money? I do, too. If you like freedom and money, then you're gonna love Freedom Checks. You see, over the next few months, an estimated $34.6 billion is up for grabs to anyone who stakes their claim. Yep, you heard right, $34.6 billion. To get all the details, just go to www.freedomchecks123.com. Thousands of people are already lined up to cash in. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from joplin missouri who's set to get a check for twenty four thousand seventy five dollars, and if doug can do this i've got a hunch that you can too but here's the thing if you want a chance to grab your full share of this 34.6 billion payout you must have your ducks in a row by april 1st so don't wait get over to www.freedomchecks123.com before the april 1st deadline that's www.freedomchecks123.com are you prepared
13: for what's to come in our financial markets? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike, as they'll be discussing what many financial forecasters are predicting, a low-returning, choppy market going forward. What does this mean to you in your retirement? Whether you're already retired or nearing retirement, there are moves that you can make to be prepared. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440. Or call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010.
12: Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
3: Listen to the Dell Wamsley Show, weekday mornings at 11, here on Business Business 1440. If old man
2: winter left you with a cracked or chipped windshield, call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 or visit us on the web at replacemywindshield.com. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, and I'll replace your windshield with the highest quality parts and adhesives. With free mobile service, we'll come to your home or work anywhere in the metro. We're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. And I back it with a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. And if you call your agent or your claims line, make sure to ask for Advantage Auto Glass because not all glass companies are created equally. At Advantage, we make quality easy. So call us today at 952 423 6396. That's 952 423 6396. Or visit us on the web at replacemywindshield.com. That's replacemywindshield.com.
3: 14. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440 KYCR Golden
0: Valley